Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Double and Ben Variety Show. How you doing? Good to see ya. Good to have ya. How have you been? Have you been well? Have you been uh, having fun? How was your weekend? Did everyone treat you okay? Did you have some nice drinks with the girls? Did you have a few beers with the boys? Did you watch the AFL Grand Finally upset about the Swans or some sh- Who the fuck did they... Who did they play? Who did the Swans... I'm not going to look it up because I don't care, but, you know, are you upset because of the AFL or whatever? I can't believe Victoria gets a fucking public holiday over that shit. It's like, what? You need a day off work? To sit around and, you know, drink beers, have a whole bunch of cruises, get the beer bong out, shove it up your ass and, you know, get some beer flowing through your asshole so you can get drunk in a real spicy way. What, you never went to schoolies? You never did that shit? Oh, aren't you so pure? Aren't you such a good boy? Oh, I'm sure you also sell Bibles out front of a church on a Sunday and, you know, you help, uh... Uh, fucking sister and do her gardening out in the front lawn or whatever the fuck. You're so pure. You're such a good boy, aren't you? Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. Who cares? We're all, you know, we're all sinners. We're all sinners. I do believe that. We're all, you know, we're all fucking not perfect. Everyone's got problems. Yeah, everyone's got baggage and shit. Who gives a fucking rat? Anyway, I don't know how I got onto that. Did you, did you have fun looking at Adam Levine's messages? Okay. All I know is about this situation, and I'm getting the dumbest thing out of the way first, because I actually want to get into the important things, because this is a political podcast. This is the ABC, where we really talk in depth about the issues, and we talk to uh, Scott Morrison and his cabinet, where we let him off the hook, and we don't ask him any real serious questions. But if it's Bill Shorten or Anthony Albanese, oh, let me tell you, they're really going to get the stick. Can we just, like... Can I just say something about the fucking ABC before I move on to these DMs from Adam Levine? Fuck the ABC. And that's like, I know that sounds a bit cruel and it's not nice and all that, but honest to God, there's always this big debate about like, we need to fund our ABC. We need to save our ABC. Fuck the ABC. And the reason I'm saying that is because, listen, I don't use the radio anymore. Okay, I don't listen to the radio. I, I, I hate listening to all, to all these commercials and all these radio hosts sitting there thinking they're really good at having like banter and they're good at shit talking. They're fucking terrible at it, okay? But the people who are the worst at it, the ones who really suck, the ones that like where you sit there, you're just there and you're just like doing your best not to shudder and, you know, cringe your fucking eyeballs out are the people on Triple J, okay? Triple J is a part of ABC. ABC is government funded, right? Alright, so I don't listen to the radio anymore, but I was listening, for some reason I was listening to Triple J, there's also another one called Double J, whatever, they're both shit, they're both dog shit, they both suck, the music they play is terrible, it's not good, I'm sick of these like, you know, these radio hosts who are clearly from Newtown and they have pink hair and they've got these little, like they've got piercings everywhere and they've got these tattoos on their wrists saying, yeah, this is Japanese for about being cultured, man. I'm so cultured because i got a Japanese tattoo and my favourite meal is sushi and all this bullshit, right? I Like you hear these do- these hosts recommending these fucking awful songs and they're like, yeah, man. We're at a house party in some townhouse in like Marrickville the other day and we had a Billy and like this song was playing and it was such a vibe, man. And we we're talking about changing the world and about how racism's bad. Mm, yeah, we're so important. Oh my God. Like these people suck. They, they absolutely suck. They are a drain on society. They are a fuck. They, they they waste everyone's time with their shitty banter. Their music taste is fucking horrible. It's not good. It's not artistic, man. It's not hip. It's not youthful. It's just shit house. The, the, half the music they fucking recommend. It sounds like a bunch of heroin addicts trying to make you know trying to play instruments and fucking rehab. That's what it sounds like. It's god awful. It sucks. It's not good. Wake up. It's not. Good music. Stop trying to tell us that it's good music, okay? Your music taste is fucking horrible. I would rather sit there with fucking nails drilled into my feet listening to Taylor Swift. Seriously. So, I'm listening to Triple J in the car for some dumb reason. I have no idea why. The MP3 or Bluetooth wasn't working, you know. But, I'm sitting there... I'm listening to this shit, and like, these fucking hosts just, they they can't hold a conversation. It's like, guys, stop trying to be funny. It's not working. You're not making us laugh, okay? 
I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm the heir to Richard Pryor, but, you know, like, look, half the time, look, I don't even know, like, I get it, talking shit, holding a conversation, doing a podcast, being in front of a microphone all the time, I get it, it's hard work, you got to come up with content, you got to work off the fly, I get it, I know that it's hard and it's not easy, but for fuck's sake, you people have like a group around you, you have a group. What? You can't talk about genuinely interesting, like, stuff? Like, even basic shit. Like, they can't even do that. None of these hosts, when they're together in a fucking room, they don't have chemistry. They just don't have it. They can't talk to each other. They can't hold a conversation. And they try to be funny with their banter. And the banter is awful. It's like, this, I'm not kidding you when they, when, I, when I say this. This is literally how desperate they are. They, are. they are clutching at straws just to talk about something mildly interesting. This is what they're talking about. They're, like, they're trying to talk about slang that they can come up with new slang. Like, oh, let's get something happening, man. Let's get something mainstream again. What if we called a spatula a spatchy? Oh, that's cool. Hey, guys, want to come over for a barbecue so I can flip some fucking snags with my spatula? Yeah, it's like, you know what? The banter... And the host and the music is so bad that it's almost at a point where like everyone's always like, we need to save the ABC. And you got these other people saying, no, defund it. I'm with the defund people. You know what? I'm not a liberal voter, but yet, I'll tell you what, the liberals got something right. They got one thing right. I'll give them credit for this. They want to defund and destroy the ABC. I'm fucking with them. I am with them. Maybe the liberals are right for the past eight years. Maybe I've been wrong this entire time, okay? I, you know what? If I was the Liberals, I would not only defund the ABC. I would resurrect Muhammad Ada's corpse through a satanic sex ritual with Henry Kissinger. I would make him rise from the dead and commit a 9-11 2.0 on the ABC building. That is how fucking horrible it is. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right? I don't... No, no, you know, destruction or death. We don't want that. I'm kidding. I'm only saying I'm kidding because I don't want the feds knocking on my door because I was advocating the violence against a government state building. I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. All right? We tell funnies on this. All right? We tell sillies. Anyway, the ABC sucks. Triple J sucks. Double J sucks. All right? They have the most annoying... Even their voices fucking annoy me. They're annoying. Like, hi, this is... Uh, this is uh, Sarah. We're going to listen to some um, really cool alternative rock today. My friend wrote this song. This is going to be really cool, man. It's going to be such a vibe. Listen, you're not a white girl from the eastern suburbs. You're a drug addict from Newtown. Know your place in life. Know where you come from, okay? Know it. You don't see me going around saying, it's a vibe, it's a vibe, only positive vibes only. It's such a vibe when I'm putting cocaine up my nostrils. It's so cool. Yeah. I leave that to the white girls of Bondi. Okay. Me on the other hand, I am a fucking dumb shit with a podcast and I just, I cuss a lot. I tell shit jokes. I know my place in life. So to the host of Triple J, stop saying that it's a vibe. It's not a vibe. Your music is not a vibe. It belongs in the trash, okay? You don't know artists, okay? You don't know musicians. You just know a bunch of heroin addicts who love to smoke weed and smoke crack and they just happen to play instruments and they just go to rehab a lot and in order to kill the time so they don't have to talk about their personal demons and their problems that led them to this point, they just get on a bunch of instruments and they play together and they record it and they sound and it sounds like shit and in their mind they think it's good enough to release and then we've got to fucking hear it. Enough of dumping your fucking friends music onto us it is not good it sucks <sighs> anyway i'm nearly nine minutes in i just have to say fuck the abc fuck double j fuck triple j it's all terrible it, it, it's 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 terrible it's terrible these hosts are not funny they can't hold a conversation and their music sucks <sighs> anyway let's move on let's move on let's talk about adam levine I need to talk about something that's going to, you know, grab the audience's attention. Okay. I crossed the line during a regrettable period. Why everyone is talking about Adam Levine. This is from Mamma Mia. Yep, definitely not dog shit this place. Um, it's a bad week to be music's lamest rock star and his PR person. Now, listen. They're not... Look, Maroon 5 is like... 
Jesus, now I'm turning into Triple J being like, look, man, I just really feel like they hit it off on their first album, but after their second and onwards, they just became really mainstream, but I liked them back when no one knew them. Like, listen, Maroon 5 is good. I like Maroon 5. Do I like their recent shit where it's all poppy? No, it's it's just whatever. It's, it's I'm not into it personally. I wouldn't go to see them live, but some of their shit from their early albums are really good. I like that, you know. What's that song? Um, baby, it's cold outside and you got nobody to love. That's a good song. So they're not lame, okay? And Adam Levine, he looks like a rock star. He's a skinny white dude that one of the Kardashians is probably going to fuck soon enough. Just give it time. You know, he looks like a heroin addict. He's got a shit haircut where it's really gelled. Like, you know, he's a rock star. He's a modern rock star, you know. There's never going to be, like, another rock star like there were in the 80s, all right? You're never going to have another Motley Crue. You're never going to have another Metallica where they're throwing fucking TVs out the hotel rooms and, you know, they're doing cocaine off a hooker's asshole and, you know, they're throwing shit off the stage. Like, you're never going to have that. You're never going to have Metallica. You're never going to have Motley Crue. The era of the rock star has to fit in with this real kind of, like, social politeness word. Whereas, like, I tell you who a real rock star is nowadays, baby. He doesn't give a fuck. You know, yeah, he's probably not a good human being, but at least he's honest about it. Anyway, Adam Levine, a.k.a. the only member of Moron 5 you've ever heard of. Oh, my God. You know, I love how Mamma Mia and all these, like, blog posts where we talk about the real issues, about when you get eyed by another man for more than three seconds. We need to talk about that. Anyway, these shitty fucking blog post websites, you know... Um, they're always like, oh, let me put my personal little touch on it. Let me just tell you what I think very briefly through my wording. It's so passive-aggressive. It's just, you know, it's like, can you just not just state the facts? This is what happened. This is what was discovered. You don't have to have all this, like, passive-aggressive horse shit where it's just like, you just, you just know trying to talk to this person in real life. They'd just be the, they, they would just be... The rudest, most nastiest fucking person you've ever met. That you just know. And look, I'm not trying to, like, defend Adam Levine. I'll get to what I think about the whole Adam Levine shit, you know. But it's like, you know, aka the only member of Maroon 5 you've ever heard of. It's just like, so what? Fuck everyone else in that band. They haven't put work in. They haven't, you know, put blood, sweat, and tears into making music. What? So just fuck the rest of them? You know, you've got to be some, like, sassy little cunt being all like, yeah, they're probably the other one you've ever heard of. The others, mm, not so much. How do you know that? How do you know that? It's just, it's, I hate this passive-aggressive horse shit and these blog post websites are like, mm, I'm going to tell you that I'm really upset, but I'm going to be subtle about it. It's like, just, if you're going to really tell us your opinion, just fucking say it, all right? Just let it out. Commit to it. Enough with this little, like, the, the these little, like, uh, these little, what do they call it? Fucking, these little swipes, these little passive aggressive swipes. It's it's pathetic. Has been, uh, okay, has been accused of having a year long affair with a 23 year old Instagram model named Summer, Sumner Strur. Sumner Strur. I can't say that properly. Uh, but it gets worse. Straw shed receipts that appear to show Levine 43 DMing her to ask if he can name his unborn child after her. This comes. Three days after Levine's wife, former Victoria's Secret model Bahati Prinsloo, officially confirmed the pair were expecting their third child. Jail! She writes. She writes, jail. Jail? Really? You want to throw Adam Levine in fucking jail? You want to throw Adam Levine in a prison cell because he was fucking around on Instagram? That is the conclusion you've come to. That is the conclusion you've come to. Okay, okay. This is a normal, healthy, well-rounded human being writing this article. Uh, this, personally, this person is definitely not a psychotic piece of shit. Everything they are saying makes sense and it is logical and we should just read on. Yeah, we should definitely not question that decision. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what? I agree. I agree. Throw Adam Levine in jail Make sure he uses the showers on the first day. I hope he drops the soap. 
I hope they, you know, stab him with a, with a bunch of toothbrushes. I hope that happens to Adam Levine. That is, I, I'm with this chick, you know, girl power. Let's go. Um, Levine has been involved in plenty of other things that are not technically crimes, but feel like crimes. Inflicting moves like... Okay, inflicting moves like Jagger on the world, singing about payphones in the year 2012, giving the most lackluster Super Bowl performance of the past 10 years, and getting... Double the, amount, double the amount of nipple out on that stage than Janet Jackson did with zero consequence. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the fuck am I reading? Why am I reading this shit? Why am I going... Why am I doing this? Why are we talking about this? Why are we... His music sucks. I'm, I bet you any money before any of this happened, you were his number one fan. Those are some just... They're, okay, those are just some personal gripes I need to get out. And now this. Jal seems only fair. Okay, to anyone who's been in a relationship or dated this person, I mean, just please write into the podcast, benspill at outlook.com. Please write in. Let me know that you were safe after you dated this fucking person. Jesus Christ. Okay. After a day of internet heat over these... Allegations. What heat? People were just making memes. Levine responded to the to refute to refute ever having an affair, but he did admit getting flirtation and that he crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. Let me explain what the heck is going on. Just say just say let me explain what the fuck is going on. Just do it. Oh no, you can't do that because if you do that then you lose your job. Because you know you're under constraints from your boss and you can't freely write, so you gotta act like a sassy bitch. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Alright, I get it. I get it. You got some chains around you. Um, I'm having another baby. Uh, and if it's with sick boy, I really want to name it Summer. Okay. On Monday, local time, Summer Straw shared a TikTok about having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. She said, when the affair began, I was young. I was naive. I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now, so I was definitely easily manipulated. Maroon 5 is practically elevator music at this point. She continued, and truly, what a burn. Yeah, okay, we get it. Uh, she shared a couple of messages via TikTok's screen feature, including this. This is what he wrote. You are 50 times hotter in person, and so am I. Ha ha ha, cry, laugh face emoji. So, I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. After I stopped talking to him over a period of months, this is how he came back into my life. Okay. I'm going to have to turn this up. I'm just going to rip the band-aid off because I've retaken this like 10 times now. Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young. I was naive and... I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now. Um, so I was definitely very easily manipulated. Maroon 5 is practically elevator music at this point. So I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is. Um, but Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year. After I stopped talking to him over you know, a period of months, this is uh, how he came back into my life. He said, okay, serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy, I really uh, want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm in hell. Like, I have to be in hell at this point. <laughs> I mean, my morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I'm going to handle this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do, making money the way I do and being an Instagram model. Um, so being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes. I had sent, um, I had sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted and one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid. Um, so here I am. Okay, alright, so she comes out, and I'm not reading the rest of this bullshit, because I'm sick of listening, I, 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 whoever wrote this, this is, this is hot. this is, this is fucking horrible, alright, I've, I've seen Chris Kenny convince me that Joe Biden should have gotten the, the bus, I'm more convinced by Chris Kenny than this fucking article, alright, 
It's just the way it's written, the the little swipes and all this shit. It's whatever. I'm done reading it. We watched the video anyway. Okay. I'm gonna be quick about this because I'm I I feel like I'm losing a few brain cells even talking about this shit. Okay. Um. Here's the thing. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he should not have been DMing another girl while his wife is expecting a third child. That's he's a piece of shit for doing that. Alright, he's a piece of shit. Yes, in context, it's not good. But here's the thing. Whenever you sext or you're being flirtatious over texting, like, you're gonna sound cringy. Like, you, it's just gonna, it's gonna look like, yeah, okay, if you're with someone, like, you both know what it is, like, it, it whatever. Like, but, if, if anyone else in the public sees it, yeah, it's gonna look weird. That's why it's between, like, two people. And, like, this article and the rest of the media, and again, I'm not saying what Adam Levine did was good. It, he shouldn't have done it. But, like, this is being treated like he's Harvey fucking Weinstein or something. Like, the guy was being an unfaithful piece of shit. Yeah, it's not good behavior. You shouldn't encourage it. It's not good. But it's like, at the same time, he was just, like, he was fucking around with an Instagram model over DMs. Like, you know, this is not the same. Like, this article is treating it like it's the same as... Him being like Kevin Spacey, where he's groping a bunch of people on set, being a real fucking monster. Like, he's just being a piece of shit, which he shouldn't do, but people are treating it. Not people, but like, this article is treating it like he was in Hollywood for like 20 years having a casting couch. Like, the guy just... People are just making fun of him. You know how, you know how people are reacting to this? They just, they find it funny. They don't care. Like, but this article treats it like, oh my God, jail time, jail time. It's like, yeah, like, okay, he sent a few fucking texts that sounded stupid, whatever. But like, at the same time, when it comes to sexting and like, sounding weird and cringy, like, who hasn't done that? Who the fuck hasn't done that? Like, what, are you going to show those texts to people at work? Are you going to show your texts to like, your mum and your dad? No. Like, yeah, Adam Levine shouldn't have done that. He's in a marriage. He's got kids. Yeah, it's a piece of shit thing to do. But, you know, for this fucking person writing this article... Who wrote this fucking article anyway? I'm not I'm not reading the rest of this shit. I'm not getting into... Who wrote this shit? Chelsea McLaughlin. Chelsea McLaughlin. Um, uh, this is what she writes. Is a Mamma Mia senior entertainment writer and co-host of The Spell. For more... For more pop culture takes, recommendations, and sarcasm, you can follow her on Instagram. Yeah, no thanks, I'm good. Thanks for the offer, but you, you, you keep that to yourself. Um, you know, this, this fucking person is treating it like he's Harvey Weinstein. And it's like, he just, he was, again, I'm not justifying, I'm not minimizing what he was doing, but like, at the same time, he was just saying a bunch of dumb shit that just sounded weird and sounded cringy. You know, and like, you're treating it like He's, you know, needs to be in jail for what sexting? Are you fucking? Like, how about you? Let's see your text and how you've sexted. Let's see your. I, I'm, I'm sure if we went through your phone, you, you'd have a ton of shit that you don't want anyone else to see. Like his idea that he needs to go to jail and he needs to lose his entire career because he was being an unfaithful piece of shit. It's like that's his personal life. That's what he's doing in his relationships. Yeah, okay, you, you might not agree with that. I don't agree with it either, but it's like, who gives a fuck? Who cares? This is not the same as, like, this idea that it's like he's, she's come out and she's accusing him and, like, it's this big story and all this shit. It's like, he, okay, if you want to share a bunch of DMs, like, you know, people are just making memes out of it. And, like, they're not taking this seriously at all. Because it's a fucking joke. This entire situation is a joke. Stop treating it like it's, you know, oh, it's Meryl Streep. And she's getting up at the Academy Awards in California, a, a blue state, making a speech about how bad Trump is and Harvey Weinstein is and all that. It's like, it's not the same. It's not the fucking same at all. It's so dumb. Everyone's making memes about it because it's stupid. And like, you know, oh, there, there's a more there's more women coming out because he sent DMs and all that. And it's like, uh, whatever. I'm done talking about this. This is the dumbest shit. This is so stupid. I want to move on. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Anyway.
Let's look at this. All right. Long queues. Former Russia's borders as Putin's military mobilization order prompts men to flee. So, um, the war in Ukraine is not looking great. It hasn't for Russia. It hasn't for Ukraine either. No one can really win this in the long term. Um, uh, you know, it's not... Essentially, it's, it's caused a huge shit show. Um... And even the West's involvement in this current context is very questionable. You know, the weapons that the White House the White House is sending to Eastern Europe, you know, 70% of those weapons, they don't know where they're going when they distribute them. They don't, like, 30% is only going to the Ukrainian government. The rest of the weapons, they have no idea. They have no idea where they're going. They don't know how it's working, they don't know, like, who has a hold of them, you know, if you ask me, personally, I think they do know, they're just going to a bunch of separatist groups in the region, to Russian and to Ukrainian separatist groups, you know, obviously, you look at, like, in the past, you look at where some of the other weapons has been, have been going, they've been going to, you know, the Azov Battalion, a bunch of neo-Nazis, I'm not kidding you, a bunch of neo-Nazis are getting a hold of American-grade weapons from the military-industrial complex. So, it's a messy situation. Um, but this is war. This is what happens. It is a profit-generating machine. This is what happens when, you know, you have, you know, the West acting like the world's cop. Um, you know, they don't give a fuck where their weapons go to. As long as there's a profit involved and it's a means to an end... Probably a bunch of natural... Usually, like, say you look in the Middle East, right? The CIA, the Pentagon, they fund a bunch of rebel groups in, like, say, Syria, right? Because they want to take out the Syrian government, because they want Syrian territory, because there's a bunch of natural resources there that these multinational corporations want to get a hold of. It was the same in Iraq. It was the same in Libya. You know, but with Iraq and Libya, Saddam Hussein wanted to drop the US dollar for the Euro dollar to, you know, trade within gas and... Uh, oil, that's what he wanted to do, uh, the US saw that, they wanted a hold of the region so they could get, you know, a hold of the natural resources, so, you know, they create a bunch of, they, they just say, like, there is a terrorist that we have a dictator that we need to take out, we need to fight for freedom, liberty, and oh my god, terrorism is terrible, and they, you know, they, 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 they whip up this big fucking emotional frenzy in the media, and then, you know, we fucking go in there, take the leader out, you know, and, you know, we obviously give weapons to these rebels groups so they can fucking help us do it, and then, you know, we fucking, you know, take the resources, you know, we stay there for a fair few years, then we leave, and then all our weapons are fucking in the hands of these, re we these rebel groups, you know, in Afghanistan, a bunch of US military equi equipment is still in the hands of the Taliban, you have about $4 billion worth of, um, what the fuck was the, re what's the resource, $4 billion worth, like, there there's a, there are minerals within um, Afghanistan that we use to make iPhones, right? $4 billion worth of minerals that we use to make iPhones are in that region, right? So, who's to say that, you know, the US still aren't, you know, they're still working with the Taliban, giving them money in order to, you know, get a hold of these fucking resources, right? But the rest of Afghanistan, because we've, you know, given so much weaponry to these terrorist groups, they, like, we, they still have it. They still have it over 20 years. They have 20 years worth of military-grade weapons that we've given them. That is how it works. That is how it works. So with the Ukraine, 70% of the weapons, they don't know where they're going. But really, if you look at history, there's a pattern. It's clearly going to separatist groups in the region. They, like, a bunch of terrorists, a bunch of rebel groups, Azov Battalion. They're, essentially, you have all these high-grade weapons in the hands of the wrong people. The U.S. doesn't give a shit. They don't care. It generates a profit. You know, it, it really, if you ask me, I think the Ukraine is going to turn into another Afghanistan. That is really how it's going to go down. That is how it's going to go down. So, Russia's clearly losing. They, 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 they've generated a huge loss economically, domestically. It's, it's been a shit show for Russia, right? So now they're at a point where, you know, they're ordering a partial mobilization, uh... You know, so that means they're going to, you know, they, they're, they're essentially, they're going to include the draft. 
and the age limit they're gonna you know get they're gonna get rid of that they're gonna introduce like essentially drafting random men into the war right so now men in Russia are fleeing they're getting the fuck out of there um you know so essentially the war is not looking good it's not looking good for Russia it's not looking good for Ukraine either there's a lot of losses on both sides I'd say more who's taking the bigger hit like really it's like I would say Russia because economically they're going to be backtracked like 30 years you know it's a huge loss economically they've been cut out of the swift banking system they've had to go to China it's just and even you look at like from the West with the sanctions the sanctions clearly aren't working properly they're not working properly the you know elites of Russia like they have many different ways to keep their money flowing they have many different ways to like get a hold of their resources that they need in order to function like it's not fucking working the, the sanctions are not working right so now it's just Putin is at a point where He's just gonna he's just gonna start dra drafting a bunch of randies from Russia, right? So give me a sec, I wanna get this video up. Where is it? A rare show of dissent and disapproval on the streets of Russia. This is how thousands responded <clears throat> to the partial mobilization policy announced by President Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Police dragging and detaining at least 1,200 protesters who gathered across dozens of cities despite warnings of imprisonment. We should have been afraid before, but the worst is yet to come. I'm not afraid. The most valuable thing they can take from us is our children's lives, and I won't let them. As news of the mobilization took off, so too did many Russians leaving the nearby countries like Serbia and Armenia. Flights out of Russia reportedly skyrocketed and sold out fast, amid concerns men of fighting age would soon be barred from leaving the country. I did imagine something like this would happen. Luckily, the tickets didn't cost too much as we were quick enough. The Kremlin's mobilization is expected to call some 300,000 reservists into service. It's the first time this has been ordered since World War II. This mobilization is merely 1%, maybe 1.1% of our total mobilization resource. And it follows the heavy losses in Ukraine, where Kyiv's forces have recaptured a huge area east of Kharkiv. The shortage of Russian forces is so dire that Russian prisoners are being recruited to fight in Ukraine. Under growing pressure, Putin is now turning to his homeland, where for seven months many here have been able to ignore the war. Until now. Isabella Higgins, ABC News. Ukraine's president has called on world leaders to punish Russia for its invasion. His speech at the United Nations comes as Australia considers a request for further military assistance. Well, okay. So, you have a bunch of Russians, like Russian men who are clearly fit for war, who aren't in the military, running for their lives, right? Um, and obviously, like, you know, if our country, like if Australia was doing this or America was doing this, like who the fuck wouldn't get out? Like who wouldn't escape? Like who, like you don't want to fight in a war that you have nothing to do with, you know. But given that the situation is so depressing and dire, there's a bunch of blue checkmark dickheads on Twitter who are looking at this situation, thinking, "Nah, let them stay, let them rot in Russia. It's their fault." It's like, you know. Where the fuck, like, could you imagine, like, these are the same people who talk about how bad the Republicans are, and like, you know, how America, you know, oh, they're, they're such warmongering maniacs. What would you have done if Bush back in the day draft, like, was, you know, like, was essentially doing the exact same thing that Russia's doing now and making you go to Iraq? You'd want to get the fuck out, right? So, there's this dumb fucking tweet, let me get it up, right? This shit's psychotic. Get it up. Where are we? Okay. Paul Massaro, who is a, you know, 
Foreign Policy Guide, Dictatorship, Sanctions, Corruption, corruption Illicit Finance, Europe, Russia, China, Human Rights, Democracy, Rule of Law. Oh, because he's such a good person. I'm all about, you know, fighting corruption and, you know, man, really just taking on the elite and, you know, like, I'm all about rule of law and democracy and all this bull... Human rights. That's in his fucking bio. Human rights. This piece of shit tweeted the other day when this was all happening. You know, and I'm bringing this up because he's a journalist. He's got a blue check mark, you know. This is what he... This is what he says. Do not let Russians fling mobilization into your countries. They are not refugees. They can join up and, sur and surrender or oppose the war at home. Like... I don't know if this fuck like this fuckhead realizes this, but they can't do, like. You saw them protesting. You saw how brutal it was. They can't do shit. They can't do anything. Like they're they're confined under this dictatorship, and they're fleeing. And you've got this fuckwit saying, "No, don't let them in. Don't let them in." So what? You just like these people who clearly want nothing to do with the war. They're locked in a country that is clearly a dictatorship. And I'm not trying to sit here being like, Russia's evil, Russia's Hitler, whatever. Like, if you've been listening to this podcast or you watch my videos, you, you know my views on the West and Russia and their, you know, involvement in this situation. Like, you know, I've always said it's not so black and white. I'm not trying to say Putin's Hitler. That's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, it's obviously like they have harsh conditions in Russia and the way they treat their people. That is, that is not a conspiracy. That is clearly true. Right, Putin's a psychopath. He's fucking nuts. The way he's treat, the way he treats people protesting is clearly psychotic. But what's more psychotic is this piece of shit who is about human rights. But as soon as you have like Russian civilians running for their fucking lives because they don't want to be involved in the war, you got this piece of shit saying, "Nah, let him rot. Let him rot." It's like, what? Like again, I ask, like, what would you have done if Bush ordered a draft into Iraq? What, like, what would you have done if Trump ordered a draft into Syria if he decided to put boots on the ground? What would you have done? You would have fleed. I would flee if, like, Scott Mo like, if Anthony Albanese created a draft, I would, I would fucking run. I don't want to be involved in a war with, like, say, China. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be, because I don't agree with the war. I don't agree with the fact that America has us on a fucking dog leash and we do whatever, they, you know, they tell us. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with the fact that we bought all these, like, submarines for, like, 110, 109, 110 billion dollars. Because, you know, we're trying to create more of a war effort towards China. I, I don't want to be involved in that shit. If we have to eventually go boots on the ground in Taiwan or whatever. I don't want to be involved in that. I would flee. And this piece of shit is clear they've been like, you know, don't let them in. Don't let them in. Why not? They're trying to escape, like, they're trying to escape a horrible country, but, like, you sit there and you're like, well, you know, Putin's their president, so they must be the same as Putin. It's the dumbest, most psychotic shit that you could promote. And, like, there's 24,000 likes on this shit. How many, like, the, and, like, you know, the, everyone's agreeing, be like, yes, yes, yes. It's like, have you ever realized that, like, maybe a lot of these soldiers went into the war, and then they realized, like, holy fuck, this is horrible, we're being lied to, we need to get the fuck out of here, like, they want to, they want to escape, they don't want to do it anymore. And it, like, the same thing happened in Iraq. Pat fucking Tillman. Pat Tillman. Who was an ex-NFL player, who wanted to, like, you know, fight for his country, who wanted to join the war effort against Iraq, he went to Iraq and he realized how fucking illegal it was. But you're... But you, like, what? What if he wanted to flee America being like, I want nothing to do with this country? What? He shouldn't be allowed into another country? Like, he's not allowed a second chance? Pat Tillman? And then you obviously look at what happened to Pat Tillman, you know? He was... When he was in the military, he was clearly, like, ex like exposing all the fucking war crimes that were going on from the US in Iraq. And look what happened. He got killed by one of his own men. It was mistake, it was friendly fire, it's very questionable, I recommend you watch the documentary about him, but Pat Tillman, he's a great example, he did, he got to the war, he realised he wanted nothing to do with it because it was so illegal, clearly the US was committing war crimes, and it's like, what, he's not allowed to be an outspoken critic of what's happened because he's experienced it, he's not allowed to like, have a second chance and leave his country, he wasn't allowed to do that? Like, this is psychotic. This is, this is insane. 
This is this is what happens when you watch these mainstream news networks. They make you, they, they they manipulate you to think the most psychotic shit. They think they make you think that it's okay to bomb Middle Eastern countries. They make you think it's okay to let like soldiers die by the thousands. They make you think it's okay because at the end of the day, oh, you know, we need to stand up to dictators. We need to, you know, fight for freedom and all this bullshit. Like. There, you hear all these stories coming out of Ukraine of all these Russian soldiers like getting there and realizing like this is we shouldn't be fucking doing this, and then when they got when then you have regular civilians who are protesting they get fucking beaten to sh- they they get the shit kicked out of them, and this fucking psycho, smiling, in his in, in his fucking in his profile picture wearing a bulletproof vest and a helmet shaking Zelensky's hand it's like. This is psychotic. You're not about human rights at all. You're not about human rights at all. It's absolute bullshit. Anyway. Anyway. (sighs) Alright. Let's move on. I'm going to look up some questions. Okay. Let's go. I found dirty, dirty text to a co-worker... Uh, and I don't know what to do. Please help. Okay. Apologies for the rant and weird possible formatting from the phone. Just not sure how to handle this situation. Well, well, you know where you came to? Wish.com therapy, baby. You probably aren't Centrelink. You probably don't earn a lot from your job, but that's okay. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. All right. You can't pay for a psychologist. You can't pay for a therapist. That's all right. You come to me. Some jerk off with a microphone. It's going to work out great. Don't worry. All right. So my girlfriend and I have been together for about two years now. We started long distance after meeting randomly out of town. Because of this, we had Zoom dates to start to see if it was even worth it. Wow. It's a whole new world, man. Zoom dates? How do you add that work? God, imagine when you had to get sexual. I want the pink vibrator, not the blue one. Anyway, um... We ended up really hitting it off because it was long distance. We talked about dreams and goals earlier than I think we would have if she were in town. It wasn't worth it wasn't worth keeping that up unless we shared the same values and goals for the future kids, marriage, house. Okay. Holy shit. I get it. You're 32. You know what you want. You don't want to waste your time. All right. All right. You know what you want. Okay. This is good. You, this sounds like it's going great. This sounds like, you know... You two cook pancakes for each other. You pick out blueberries from the uh, farm. You fucking write poems to each other. It's all sweet. I wonder what could go wrong. Anyway, fast forward and she moved out to me and I bought a house all in my name because we needed more space in my one-bedroom apartment. Holy fuck, you bought a house with her? I mean, you should only do that when you get married. In your name? Fuck, man. All right. Okay, I mean, look, I'm not married, I've never bought a house, but um, from my knowledge and what I've heard, I, I probably would have done that when you're married, uh, you know, but okay, alright. Alright, Um, besides the typical growing pains on learning how to live together, everything seemed great. She started working as a nanny a few months after moving here, but five months ago, picked up another job at Top Golf. <laughs> Top golf. Oh, that's a fucking great name. That's a good name. She starts making friends there right away, which is not surprising because she is cute, likable. She's cute, likable person. His words, not mine. Worth noting that I am not originally from here, so most of my friends are co-workers. I am happy she is making her own friends and trying not to be jealous. Sorry, trying not to be the jealous boyfriend type and let her do whatever with the people she is meeting. Her first time hanging out with someone is going to bar trivia. The, this guy misunderstands the intent and thinks it's a date. She tells me right away and we laugh it off, but it's always in the back of my head that guys there probably think she is flirting because that's just the way she is with everybody and is a part and is part of what I love about her. Yeah, I mean, you know. Look, I get what you're trying to say. Look, and I gotta read on. I shouldn't probably give this off straight away, but I I get what you're trying to say. Hey, like I don't want to be jealous. Oh, I don't want to be weird. I want to let her. I want to let her do what I what, what she wants. Even with women, you know, like oh, you know, I want to let him have fun. You know, he's a nice guy, and you know, he's just very opening and welcoming. And you know, I I just don't want to be jealous. 
I get that you're trying to be polite and you don't want to create problems, but you know there are such a things as there's a thing called boundaries. You know that, right? You know there there are a thing there are things called boundaries, and I will say this: if your girlfriend starts behaving differently when you're not around and it seems a bit weird to you, but then when you are around, she's you know on the straight and narrow. That is fucking weird, and that is something. And if your gut's telling you that's wrong, then you you, you got to follow your gut here. All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm only so far. So far from what I've read. All right, I haven't read the rest of this so far. I, I'm just saying. I'm not accusing your girl of doing anything. But if your gut's telling you something that she's behaving, you know, in a flirtatious way around people, but around you she's, you know, cool or whatever, then yeah, I wouldn't ignore that. That's all I'm saying. Um. I've had this gut feeling for a while. There you go. There you go. Called it off that something else is going on. But again, I'm trying to be a supportive boyfriend and not paranoid. Yeah, listen. Th- th- uh, here's the thing. If you feel like something's off, you've got to address it. You have to address it. Okay? It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how weird it sounds. You've got to be calm, collected. Just fucking address it. Okay? Your gut is never wrong. Okay? You should be able to express how you feel about certain situations. If you're not cool about something, then just fucking say it. Don't be there be like, oh, I don't want to be weird. I don't want to be paranoid. I don't want to be whatever. No. No. I would find it weird if, if, you know, my partner or my girlfriend, you know, if I, you know, if she was fucking out there, you know, um, doing bar trivia with, like, some guy she just met at work, I'd, you know, I wouldn't be, I'd, it, yeah, it'd be a bit weird, whatever. I'm not, you know, just saying if I had one. If I had a girl, but if I had a girlfriend, um, I've had this gut feeling for a while. But, um, I had an ex that cheated on me, and my mental my mental health issues can sometimes make me worry more than I need to. So I blame it on that for a while. But today I did something a trusting boyfriend shouldn't. I used their iPad to look at a few texts with this one guy in particular from Top Golf. Uh oh, uh oh, oh lord, oh lord, he's he's, he's snooping. Oh, he's snooping. He's going for it. He's going for it. Hey, hey, you had a gut feeling. You checked it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you weren't going on her iPad to uh, check her high score on Flappy Bird. Um, well, I read a few texts and then get upset with myself for invading her privacy until I come across a pic from my girlfriend in a changing room trying on her dress. Fully clothed, but I think it's weird to see, so I checked the photo's history in the text chain. Bad idea. I find dick pics from him and nudes from her to him. Oh, shit. Buddy, like I said, your gut's never wrong. Your gut is never wrong. If you feel like something's off, you got to address it. I'm not advocating for everyone to suddenly just go snoop through their partner's phone, but... Yep. Okay, alright. I'm at a loss of what to do here. Ah, uh, yeah, I've got a great idea. Drop her. I, for one, invaded her privacy, but my gut feeling turned out to be right, and I feel empty inside right now. I really thought this was it. She was the one, and I was happy. She says she loves me every day, but I'm obviously doubting that now. Ah, uh, yeah, your instincts would prove correct, because if she loves you, she wouldn't be doing this shit. Uh, how do I confront her on this? I did something wrong too, but I feel like my s- slight is a little overshadowed by... By what she did and is doing. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Well, alright, this is what you do. Uh, I would confront her on this and I would walk. You should not have to put up with this shit. Dude, this is fucking bullshit. This is not a this is not a good relationship. Uh this is not the mother this is not the mother of your kids that you know you've been, you know, wanting her to be. This is not the one. This is not it. She is um you're with a lying sack of shit, and I would drop her, and I would address it. I would sit down with her, and I would... You know what? I'd, I'd be the adult in this situation, okay? Yeah, okay, snooping, it's not great, but you found something that you, you know, that told you everything you need to know. So, the, the snooping part, whatever, like, that doesn't that doesn't matter anymore. You found... You got the, the truth here, okay? So, this is what you do. You sit her down, right... You say, hey, we just, I just want to talk to you. You sit her down and you go, listen, um, I did something that I wish I didn't do. I went through your phone. Uh, I went through your iPad uh, and I happened to found text messages and photos that were nudes. Um, and you've been dishonest with me this entire time about it. Uh, and... Um, 
yeah, I don't think you're into this as much as I thought you were. Uh, your heart is somewhere else, and it ain't with me. That's what you say. Your heart is somewhere else, and it ain't with me. So uh, go be with him. Go be with him. Dude, this is bullshit. Uh, you know, and I've always said, I've always said this. Men, or, men, or, men and women listening to this, just heed this advice. If you're in something with someone, right, and they start getting those weird text messages or they're getting those DMs and they're entertaining it and they're letting it on and they're going along with it and all that, fucking walk. Fucking walk. Walk. Alright? If they're going along with it, being like, huh, stop it, whatever, and they're clearly entertaining it, you know what the fuck they're doing. You know what they're doing. Okay? You know what they're doing. It's clearly fucking wrong. Alright? You found something you wish you didn't, but buddy, you discovered the truth. It's great. You don't have to waste you don't have to waste your time with her anymore. Okay? So walk. Get out of it. Run. Go live your life. You know. I would probably say to you as well, probably go you sound like you got money on you, so I would say actually, you know, go invest in some therapy. Go invest in some proper counseling. Um, you know, talk about this shit. Um, because it sounds like I don't think you're intentionally doing this. But it sounds like you've got some trauma from your past relationship and there's nothing wrong with that. That's completely normal. That's completely completely human. I would say I would say go to a therapist, unpack this stuff, talk about it, learn to discover trust again. Uh, you were right. You were definitely right in what you found. Like your gut proved true. But at the same time, I don't I, I just hope you don't walk around thinking, you know, women are untrustworthy and they're all a bunch of fucking cheaters, because they're not, alright? There are great, loyal, faithful women out there. All right, they're hard. You know, they're finding a great woman or a great guy. It's fucking hard, but they're out there. They're fucking out there. Okay, you're gonna find love. You're gonna find the right person. But just, I would say, deal with this, grieve it, mourn it, go to therapy, and uh, you'll be back on your horse in no time. All right. Anyway, that's the podcast. I'm done. Thank you very much for listening. Much love, tears. I'll catch you next week. Send your fucking questions in. Okay, alright, I'm going. Laters, cunts.